Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So it feels so good to say this again because it's obviously been a very long time since I last recorded a podcast episode. Um, I apologize. I kind of went MIA because, you know, I posted one thing on my Instagram story maybe last week where I was just like letting you guys know like, hey, I'm like, I'm still alive and a podcast episode is coming. And I actually planned on on putting one up last week and then it just didn't happen. So basically there is no real explanation honestly i have gotten really busy because i was doing this like summer program um and that was really (laughs) like intense and there was a lot of like stress that went into that and it it finished yesterday so you know good experience but a little too stressful for me um but that also freed up my time a lot however i am going on a trip tomorrow so i can't even say that um completely but i i don't know this summer has been it's been like good and then also like bad at the same time like i don't even know how to like describe it but i think i really just needed like a mental health break but also just a like a just a break like a work break a stress break like and and not that i really consider my podcast work because i don't um but I feel like just, just, I needed a break from like everything, all my obligations, all my responsibilities. So yeah, I think once I stopped recording for one week, like I literally forgot one week cause I was just so stressed and busy. And then the next week I was like, oh shoot, I forgot again. And then the next week I was like, oh my God, like I can't, you know, so I, like I wasn't prioritizing it because I was trying to think of all sorts of other things, but we're back. We're better than ever. I really like have missed you guys. I've missed recording this podcast every week. Like it's seriously like such a big highlight to my week. So, you know, don't think I didn't miss y'all because I did. And I've been seeing all the advice you guys have been asking me for. I tried to go through and get all of it. So if for some reason by the end of this episode, I haven't responded to your advice that you've sent me, um, just resend it or remind me because I think it's very easy for me to lose track of the advice that people send in to me. So, um, it is kind of likely that I have forgotten some people's. Um, but yeah, before I like jump straight into the advice, I'll try and give some life, up, life updates because obviously it's been like a long time since I've recorded. Um, I'm trying to think, let's see. Well, my birthday was last week on June 25th. It was last Friday, I guess. So yeah, on Friday, that was my 17th birthday. Um, so yes, I'm 17 now. Honestly, <laughs> it was, it was an okay birthday. Like I, I honestly, I really didn't ask for like anything except for big things because, um, like things like random things that I need, like new tires for my car. Like that's something that I don't really want to pay for, or at least not all of it. Um, so I was like, you know what? Might as well ask that for a birthday present. Like that seems lame, but at the same time, like, I don't know, there weren't many things that I wanted. And so I just kind of asked for things that I needed (laughs) that I could use some help on buying. Um, so my birthday was really chill. I just saw some friends and family and, um, I don't know. It's just like, it's so sad. Cause like the more I grow up, I think that's what it is. It's like the more I grow up, I really just like my birthday becomes less and less exciting. And like, you know, this is like, I mean, it's not like as exciting as like a 16th birthday, but like, it's still my 17th birthday. Like it's, I don't know. I feel like that's still like a decently big birthday. And like, I've always been someone that's like, oh, I love my birthday so much. I've always just like looked forward to it. It's like the one day that I've always liked out of the year. And this year I'm just like, everything felt so off. Like it literally did not feel any different than any other day, which made me sad because I'm like, oh my God, like, where's that like magical birthday feeling that I always get when I wake up on my birthday? Like, no, it just wasn't there. It was non-existent. Kind of sucked. But also I, you know, 
it was it was a good birthday like I was I mean I was grateful to be surrounded by friends and family and all that it just like felt off which was sad and I also just can't believe I'm 17 like that's kind of crazy um but anyways I am trying to think of some other updates let's see well okay so you guys know I already went on a trip earlier this summer, um, like the first week of June. I went to California to visit my good friend, um, but I don't think, yeah, I really haven't updated you guys since after that trip. So basically, while I was on that trip, my, or wait, did I? I literally can't remember. Well, basically my friend broke her foot on that trip. Um, so I literally couldn't do anything for the rest of the trip because she broke her foot literally walking on the beach, um, the second day that I was there. So for the rest of the week, I literally just had to sit in her room and like help her. And like, I feel so bad for her, but also it did suck for me because like we couldn't go anywhere because she obviously broke her foot. But, um, I can't remember if I told that story or not. So like, yeah, sorry if you've heard it again and sorry if it's rushed, if you haven't heard it, but anyway, so that happened. And then I got home, had a few days to myself and then started a two week summer program. And this summer program guys, it was basically like a filmmaking program because as you guys know, I'm interested in actually film like for a career. So I did this filmmaking program and I get college credit for it. And it was, you know, it started out okay. And then I had like a ton of breakdowns over it, honestly. Like it was just so much harder than I expected. And you would think like filmmaking is like, oh, you know, you just make videos, you do projects, like it's so fun, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, that can be one aspect of it. But for the most part, there are so many things that go into filmmaking that people don't know about. And it's just, it can be a lot. It can be really stressful. So like it was... It was a tough thing, but I'm also very glad that I did it because, like, it taught me a lot about, like, how the film industry actually works and, like, how hard you actually have to work. So, like, I think it was a really good experience. And also at the end, like, everyone on our last Zoom was like, hey, drop your Instagram. So I got, like, like, you know, 25 people's Instagrams from my, like, there were about 50 kids in the group. So it was really good. Um, and then they all created a group chat and everyone's really nice and supportive. So I'm like, okay, at least I made like some friends out of this or like some people that I know that like are interested in the same thing as I am. So that's really good. So yeah, that's basically what I've just been doing for the past two weeks. Um, because that's all I have been able to do. It was every single day, even on weekends. So like, I haven't really had time to think about doing other things because you know by the time I finish my thing it's like okay you, you've got a couple of hour, hours of this you know film program zoom every day and then a couple hours of homework for it and then oh your friends want to hang out so that takes up a couple hours and then oh you just want to take a nap because you're exhausted blah 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 and then I'm just like I just didn't see any time for my podcast but it really feels good to just be free from that it's fourth of July I'm not doing anything really I have like no plans except for just I guess hanging out with my family, which is chill. I needed that. Um, but yeah, so tomorrow I leave to go to Tennessee. Um, Tennessee, I have a lot of family there. I have like my grandpa, aunts, uncle, cousin. Just I just honestly have like a lot of family there. So I usually go there like every year. Um, but because of COVID last year, I wasn't able to go. Um, and so I haven't seen my grandpa in like a year and a half. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen him. So that's sad. So I'm finally going to be able to see him after the longest time. So I'm very, very excited um, and thankful for vaccinations. But anyways, I, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing for the next week. Um, Don't worry. I will be posting a podcast episode if possible, but um, I don't, 
I'm, I'm going to be there till next Tuesday, so I don't actually think there's going to be one next week just because um, I'm still going to be in Tennessee for next Monday. So yeah, sorry about that. But hey, at least at least I like broke the streak and I'm recording now. Um, okay, I feel like I'm rambling a lot, so I think we'll just get into this. We're going to get into the advice. I'm excited to give you guys advice again after the longest time. Um, and yeah, so we're going to just kind of go in literally whatever order I have these in. Um, so we're going to start with this Instagram DM. So it says, Hey, I just recently finished listening. I just finished listening to your recent podcast and there's been a big problem that has happened is still happening since January. This is going to be pretty long. Um, basically a lot of stuff happened with my mom and our relationship relationship got totally ruined she read through my texts and found out that my best friend was bi so now i can't have sleepovers with her i'm thankful that i can still see her but it makes me so mad that she will won't listen to my side because we've literally been friends for so long and nothing has ever happened between us and she literally has a girlfriend i thought it would stop there but now she wants to send me to a christian private school she keeps forcing me to go to church and keeps bashing my friends in my opinion simply because we don't have the same beliefs she's extremely religious and keeps forcing christianity on me these past six months have been hell for me my mental health has just been declining and i've been i've just been so overwhelmed anxious and worried i don't know what to do anymore i want to rebuild our relationship but um she keeps doing things and i'm so scared i'm gonna get sent to the school i just need some advice right now because she makes me see a christian therapist right now and she just texts me to read the and just tells me to read the bible or something also the church i go to is pretty toxic and i only see my friends or work with the little kids because i like working with them i've told my mom that i don't want to go but she doesn't listen um, but she doesn't care. Sorry. Okay. So this is packed with a lot of information. I'll start with, first of all, the fact that she won't let you have sleepovers with your friend because she's bi. Now here's the thing. I don't support this whatsoever. The issue is from her perspective, she thinks that this is okay. Like if she's extremely religious to the point where she's letting her religious beliefs get in the way of like your friendship with this girl just because she heard she was bi even though this girl has a a girlfriend like why would she be worried but I think you know when you're super religious like that obviously your vision is your judgment is clouded by things like that and you believe what you believe and so if you hear something about oh you know my daughter has a bisexual friend I don't you know like that is her viewpoint that is so strong that is like just rubbing into your daily life which is so unfair but like also just the fact that like in the first place she was like looking through your texts and found this out like I just feel like that's such a breach of your privacy and like I don't think that like any parent should do that so that first of all is wrong but the fact that she also just won't let you have sleepovers with someone who is a good friend to you like that that I I really don't blame you when you say that like these past months have been hell because I like obviously like that's a horrible situation to go through when you feel like like religion is dictating your whole entire life and like everything that your mom tells you so I mean I can't imagine I've never grown up religious so I don't know what it feels like to be you know like forced into something that you don't want to be forced into all this kind of stuff and like it also like I was going to bring up therapy and then you said you had a therapist but the fact that your therapist is just like a Christian therapist that is telling you to read the Bible and things like that. Like if that's not working for you, that's not working for you. And so I feel like at, at some point you got to just be like, okay, like I, this is not working. Like I, it's so hard. Cause I'm trying to think of like what I would even do in your situation. Like there's so few options and I don't want to like, you know, make that sound like dreadful, but 
honestly, like when it's a parent in these kind of situations, like there's only so much you can do because in the end, like your parent does dictate what happens in your life and kind of controls what goes on unfortunately and that can be scary sometimes because when it's something that you like you know her beliefs are clashing with your beliefs and like and your friends beliefs like all of that is so hard to deal with because she's your mom at the end of the day and I know like I can see that you want to rebuild your relationship so I feel like honestly the only thing that you can do is talk to her and hope for the best and I mean when I say talk to her like talk to her like you've never talked to her before like you might have had conversations with her about it or whatever but like truly like sometimes it takes something where you just say like hey mom at this time we're gonna go out to lunch and have this talk or you know tomorrow we're gonna have a long talk because I need to talk to you like whatever something that's out of your comfort zone that you wouldn't normally do with her you gotta do because in order for you to like rebuild your relationship with her but also have your own like personal freedom there like there's nothing you can really do other than communicate with her and hope for the best and if you do communicate with her and like have a long talk with her and let's say you're like hey mom like I really you know care about you I care about our relationship but I you know feel like I'm I'm upset by some of the things that you're doing and I feel like religion is getting in the way of like my happiness because you're pushing a lot of things on me that I don't want to be pushed on me like let's say you you go through that whole talk you say exactly how you're feeling you don't hold back like she needs to know she needs to know like if she's upsetting you like as your mom she should at least listen to what you have to say and take it into consideration so let's say you go through like a long talk and nothing really comes out of it or like she keeps acting the same way that's when I'm just like I'm not sure where else to go because again it's a it's a parent situation you know like you live with your parents like it's not like a friend situation where it's like okay let's like take a break from each other or whatever like no like she's literally your parent and you have to deal with that kind of stuff so I would say, honestly, the only road to take is communication over time and maybe the more that you push it or fight it or, and I don't want to, I don't want to say fight because I want, I don't want you to get into like constant fights with your mom, but just like the more that you talk to her about it, the more your ideas are going to rub off on her because eventually she's going to be like, okay, maybe like, maybe I am doing something wrong. So like, I don't know, just stay true to yourself. Don't let her like, you know, get to you too much. Um, and I'm so sorry that like these, these months have been so hard for you because I really like, I can't imagine I can't because I've never been in a situation like this. I mean, I've been blessed enough to have like really, really good parents who don't really give me a hard time. And so having something like this is such a tough situation, but just know that like making sure that you talk to your friends and talk to like, even like doing this and asking for advice is really good because so many people keep this kind of stuff bottled up and it just only makes it worse for them. So like, obviously your mental health, something that you can at least do to maintain it, um, is to talk about things because people like I myself need to work on this because I really don't talk to anyone about my feelings anymore. I just think I'm going to deal with this myself or no one will understand. But like, honestly, anytime that I have opened up, I haven't necessarily regretted it because it has always helped me to just literally open up and talk about everything. And even if I don't want to talk to someone, I will go on like photo booth on my computer or Snapchat and take a video and just talk it out in a video to myself. And it literally is so therapeutic because 
you you just you have no idea like how much you really need to say stuff until you just start talking and then you get it all out and it feels really really good so that's just like one method um that might be helpful to you but really i would say and i always say this but it's true like communication that's like literally your best option because i you know over time i'm hoping the more you talk to her about this the better it'll get but obviously you can't guarantee anything because this is just such a tough situation so i wish you luck and i i seriously seriously hope that um this resolves itself or gets at least better anyways we're gonna go to the next dm um okay so this person said hey sister spill recently in school the boys in my year have been making a lot of sexual jokes and touching you touching touching me a lot in my friends bodies um like they've been saying stuff like oh my god she's got a fat bunda i dare you to slap it and it's really weird it makes me uncomfortable like on friday they touched my butt while i was up walking the stairs and it made me feel really weird and the weird part about it is we're only we're only in year seven like we're only 12 and they're saying these types of things imagine the things they'll say when they're in year 11 i want to tell someone like my parents are an adult but i feel nervous and scared they'll say i was overreacting okay well here's the thing how do you know that they're going to say you're overreacting? Like, I would say that's the first thing that I would do. Just try it. Because there's honestly been so many times where I'm like, oh, I don't want to tell my parents this because what if they think this or that? And then the few times that I actually step out of my comfort zone and do, it's like a completely like different reaction than I expected. Like, it's like, oh my God, they're so supportive. Like, why didn't I talk to them about this before? So I feel like just go for it. Tell someone about it because this is not okay. And I feel like, you know, you're 12 and some people might excuse it as, you know, boys will be boys, they're immature, they they don't know right from wrong yet. They absolutely know right from wrong. You're 12, you should know better. My 12 my 14-year-old brother when he was 12, he he didn't act like this. Like all it takes is for someone to know that maybe you just don't harass girls. Like and I feel like most guys have heard that all throughout their life even if they like grew up in a family that didn't like prioritize that or didn't talk to them about that like you just hear it around in society like they should know better so even though you're 12 like that's not acceptable and it's making you guys uncomfortable like things that they're saying they might think it's a joke but they like they need to understand that it's it like it's genuinely so uncomfortable and like as a girl I've been through situations like this where guys have made me uncomfortable they've said uncomfortable things to me and I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like a universal feeling where it's just, it's just a gross, it's an awful feeling. No one wants to feel that. Like no one wants to get harassed or catcalled or touched inappropriately. Like, and especially touched, like that's where I'm like, you need to talk to someone about this because, you know, I would say the fear of like what your parents' reaction might be is not what you should be worrying about. Um, Because like you said, if they're acting like this now, like, you know, someone needs to stop them, honestly. Like, someone needs to stand up to them because if they just keep doing this and getting away with it, they're going to think it's fine because no one has ever told them to stop. No one has ever, you know, given them consequences because of their actions. Like, so if someone right now tells them, hey, your behavior's not okay and, you know, you know, this, you know, like maybe one of their parents finds out and there's, they're like, you're grounded or something. Like, then they're like, okay, like, I understand, like, when I do this stuff, I'm going to get, you know, consequences. And the younger that you kind of implement those things, like the better. So I feel like, please, please tell someone about it. Anyone, anyone that will help you because it's not okay. And you shouldn't like downplay it at all. So I'm glad that you sent something in about this. 
The next DM said, so me and my friend, we'll call her Claire, have been best friends since kindergarten. I'm in seventh grade now. She's always told lies to me and I've always been kind of annoyed by her, but it was never an issue until recently. We both play field hockey for the same club and there's an A team and a B team. We've both been on the A team for a long time, but this spring I got cut, but she made it. It seems like she was taking advantage of it because I was closer with a lot of the girls on her team. She kept making me feel bad about not being on the team, like, like mentioning a tournament at the beach while I was right there. I was getting annoyed, so I finally reached out to her. The reason I hadn't before is because we're neighbors and we walk to school, to school together every day, so I couldn't avoid her for that matter. That makes sense. Um... She said it was because she was jealous, but it didn't make sense. I had so many things I wanted to say to her, but I couldn't because her mom, who has major FOMO for Claire, would come for me. Yes, she would be so mad. Whenever I have a sleepover, she gets mad because I didn't invite Claire, but that's another story for another time. The point is, I have so much to say, but I can't. She's getting worse. What should I do? Okay. Well, first of all, it's it's always weird to me when parents involve themselves so much in like their kids' friendships or like do everything for their kids. Like, like how is her mom gonna get mad at you for not inviting her daughter to a sleepover like you're a grown woman like okay like this is a child like just don't um it's ridiculous I feel like also as a parent you should just let your kids kind of figure things out like obviously if they're having like friend drama give them advice things like that but like don't interfere yourself in your your kids like relationships so much like let them let them learn their lessons let them you know figure things out let them use their own thinking like they you don't need to be like getting mad at their friend for not inviting your daughter to a sleepover like you have other friends like you shouldn't feel bad about that so yeah that's that's one thing like I really I see your frustration there and then also just like the thing about you know her making the team and you getting cut like that's obviously so hard and then you know her saying things that kind of rub it into your face doesn't help whatsoever um I'm glad that like you took the initiative to like reach out and stuff uh but I wish I kind of knew more about what she said about it because you just said she said it was because she was jealous but it didn't make sense like I wonder what you mean more like like why didn't it make sense because and and also why was she jealous necessarily like what is she jealous about so I mean, I would say that could be valid. I really don't know because you didn't include too much of her side. Like, I'm not sure what's going on there. Like, maybe she is jealous. I mean, sometimes jealousy gets gets the best of friendships and maybe she was feeling like, you know, jealous of you for some reason. Maybe it's looks or boys or popularity. Like, it could be anything. You can be jealous for anything. So, like, you know, maybe she was jealous of you for some certain reason that you didn't know about and she started acting weird and maybe wanted to look cool for being on the team and like you know so there's obviously like a reason she's acting this way she could just be a brat obviously but like I I wish I could know a little bit more about that before I judge too much however it seems like she's just giving you a hard time in general so I feel like um it's tough but what I will say is don't let your like close relationship with her or her mom like get in the way or like the fact that she's your neighbor get in the way of you like communicating with her because at some point you have to stand up for yourself and so like I know it might be awkward because you guys like will walk to school together or things like that but like literally at some point you just have to stand up for yourself and you shouldn't care about like the repercussions necessarily because like if you're having a hard time like you're having a hard time like you need to tell her straight up like this is hurting me this is bothering me I don't like this blah 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 and like you can't hold yourself back because of oh, what, what will her mom say? Or, oh, but we're neighbors, you know? Like, at some point, it's just got to stop. And and you have to prioritize, like, yourself. And um, obviously, this is something that's 
bothering you. So I feel like, yeah, absolutely do something about it. But I would like to know more details. So that's probably all I'm going to say for this one. Okay, we're going to move on to emails. So this person said, Hey, Sister Swell, I love your podcast and have been listening to it since day one. It's my favorite podcast ever. Just wanted to ask for some advice real quick. Do you have any advice on making new friends in a school year without social media? Okay, so the reason I'm including this, because I've definitely answered this question multiple times before, is because she said without social media. So obviously that makes a difference, but I'll continue reading. Um, I've been a virtual student all year long in school for the past year. My school is planning to go back all... Um, to go back all in person in the fall and I'm very nervous about seeing people normally in school again and making new friends, especially since I haven't been able to interact with many of my friends much throughout COVID. My parents are very worried about it. Um, I also don't have social media and I know for I, I know for a lot of people that ask advice on making new friends, you say to just DM them or something, but I don't have the option because my parents don't want me to have social media either. Have any advice? Thanks. I love you so much. Okay, so um, totally understandable and honestly like life is probably better without social media. So I am a little jealous of you, but I, I would say you're absolutely not alone. Like you have every right to be fearful, but this is probably going to be a short and sweet answer. There are so many kids that are feeling this way too, who have, I mean, all of you guys went through the, the virtual school this whole school year. So either way, even if these people have been keeping up with their friends throughout COVID and everything like that, like there are so many kids that probably lost friends throughout COVID because they just weren't able to communicate with them or just things drifted apart or got complicated. Like everyone, I guarantee you, is a little bit worried, at least a little bit worried about making friends or connecting with old friends when they go back. Like you are not alone in that. And I promise you, when you go back to school, there are going to be options for you to make new friends because everyone's going to be kind of scared and feeling like they're starting from square one. And obviously you're not going to be the only one in your school that doesn't have social media. There are always kids that don't have social media and who are thinking the same exact thing, thinking, oh, how am I supposed to like connect with people? I don't know anyone. And the good thing too, is that you said that you, you already have some friends Um, and even though you haven't really been able to keep up with them that well, that's okay. Contact them, contact them before school starts and, and get a hold of them and try and reestablish those friendships because that's going to be worth your time so that when you go back to school, you're going to know that, Hey, I have this one person to talk to at least like even just one person. And if that doesn't happen, if you don't have one person to talk to, that's okay. Because I promise you, there's going to be something, maybe a get to know you activity that a teacher will do in a class, something something that will happen and I I guarantee you it's going to work out in your favor because I promise you're just not the only one that is feeling this way. So many people got disconnected from their friends during COVID. So they're, yeah, they're, I wouldn't worry about it too much just because everyone's going to be like feeling a little weird about going back after being virtual this whole time. So um, everyone's kind of in the same boat, like I said, even if they have friends. So don't worry too much about it, but good luck. This next person said, um, so I've been needing some advice on this and I hope you can help. I'm always feeling alone and I have no friends and the ones I do have, I feel like I'm always being excluded from things. It's mostly because I go to a different school and have different interests and I always feel like I'm being annoying. I also have another problem. I'm always being pessimistic pessimistic, and I use school as a distraction from that. But now that it's summer break, I'm always thinking about how the earth is so terrible and how humans are becoming worse by day. I think about how everything comes to an end and it's made me so much more upset. I really hope you can help and I love your podcast and your channel. Your podcast is like no other. Um, I also forgot to say that I've read a book that had a character that trigger warning, self-harm, um, and she said it released some stress and I know I shouldn't, but I feel like I have no other way to release my stress and troubles. Please can I have, please can I have advice on this? Thank you so much. Okay. So obviously trigger warning, if you 
don't want to listen to anything to do with self-harm, which I won't really go into detail, obviously, but, like, maybe just skip, like, three or four minutes. Um, Okay, so I'll start with that to get that out of the way because that's a heavy topic. Um, I would say be really, really careful, especially if you're in this negative mindset, careful about the things that you're consuming. I feel like things can almost get worse if you're reading really depressing books, really you know, watching sad movies, depressing TV shows, like all that kind of stuff. You're just feeding into that negative mindset. And that's probably where like pessimism pessimism um, will come from if you're just literally feeding into negative energy, negative things, negative talk, like all of that. So I would say immediately just put that stuff down. It's okay to like be invested in you know, some of that stuff to be entertained by it. But like when you're in such like a fragile, like state of mind where you feel like, you know, everything's coming to an end, it's so negative, all that kind of stuff. Like the last thing you want to be doing is reading things or watching things that are negative. So please, please put that stuff down, stay away from it. It's not worth it. Just know. Um, and also there's so, 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 so many things that are alternatives to things like self-harm that will help you release stress and are so much more worth it in the end. I mean, I I know people who have self-harmed and they say that it is addictive um, and I just wouldn't want anyone, anyone to ever start with that or ever get into it because it's just so not worth it and it's not something that you should consider when you have so many other stress relieving options because once you start I'm afraid of where it would go um and it does scare me that you have mentioned this so I hope that like you're doing okay and like please like if you really can talk to anyone any adult in your life like any sort of therapist or counselor like I know it's not easy for everyone but like please 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 if you have anyone that you can talk to about this that would be super helpful because I I am worried um but I think There are a lot of things that people that at least I've heard from people's experiences that they've done to kind of distract themselves from thoughts of like self-harm and things like that, like um, reading positive things, saying positive like affirmations, going on walks, exercise. Exercise and nature are two really big things that seem basic, but I've heard a lot of good things about because um, or in meditation, things like that, because if you can focus on um, anything else or like things that will distract you, that's also good. Um, I've heard things like, like rubbing an ice cube on yourself to like stimulate maybe, um, uh, you know, literally like, yeah, like doing a workout, um, spending time with family, like having talks, uh, with people like literally so many different things that are stress relievers. I would recommend something like meditation or yoga or going on a walk the most, um, but like, please, please, please consider some other options for releasing your stress other than self-harm because I promise you that's not the road to go and it's I've seen people close to me fall into that and it's just not worth it and it's really sad and upsetting and I just wouldn't want that for anyone so please if there's anything that you can do to distract yourself from those thoughts please do it um I will now kind of transition into the earlier part of your message where you talked about like feeling really alone and not having friends that share your same interests and especially because they go to like a different school that can be hard and I get that I mean I two of my best friends go to a different school and they're my 
some of my closest friends ever like so it's really really hard um but I also think like if you really, really care about your friendships with them and want to like prioritize that, like reach out, make sure that you're reaching out because sometimes I've realized, like I've looked back and I'm like, yeah, I've been like reaching out. Like, why are they being weird? Why are they being distant? Why aren't they inviting me to things? And then I look back at my behavior and I'm like, oh shoot, that's why. Like I've actually been doing something wrong. So make sure you do like self-reflection, make sure that you are putting your best effort into these friendships and, you know, leaving room for your differences. It's okay to have differences with people that you're friends with. That happens all the time. And honestly, I think it's good to have different interests because you guys rub off on each other. You guys learn things from each other. So I feel like those are those can be at least some of the best friendships. So don't worry too much about that. Just, you know, prioritize working on these friendships if you really, really want to build good relationships with them. Um, and then just the thing about you know, having like a negative outlook about, you know, everything ends and humans are terrible and all this bad stuff is happening. Okay. We all have those moments. We all have those days. But when you're thinking like that all day, every single day, it's not right. It's not good. That's when I like really, really encourage you to seek out someone to talk to if that's possible. Um, and if not, literally talk things out with yourself, have therapy sessions with yourself, um, because it's so worth it to just get out your feelings sometimes. And, I, I definitely have had moments where I'm just like, this is not worth it. Um, you know, like I am done. Like, um, like I literally, like, I don't have faith in people anymore. Like, why does this happen? Blah, blah, blah. Like just like really, really, really negative thoughts. And I'm sure that we all go through a a phase where we have negative thoughts or times in our life where we do, but that's just a part of life the thing is you need to find a balance where you're not only thinking negative but you actually have positive thoughts too and I feel like this you know might be easier for me because I was just raised to have positive thoughts like anytime that I would have negative thoughts my dad or my mom would really correct me because they're just really really good at like staying positive and and trying to see like the best in everything and everyone um which is really like, I'm so grateful that I've grown up this way because I see how it's shaped me to the person I am today. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm so grateful that they taught me things like this because like, you know, there'd be times where I'd be crying and my dad would just start making jokes about it. And I would start laughing, like things like that. Or I would say, you know, oh, like I, you know, this really sucks. Like I wasn't allowed to like say, um, hate when I was younger, like, I couldn't say, like, I hate this, or, you know, I hate you, like, even this, like, I, like, now to this day, I literally, like, I don't really say I hate things, and truly mean it, because of the way I was raised, because that's, like, programmed into my head, where it's, like, don't say you hate, you can say you dislike, but, like, don't be so harsh, so I feel like, obviously, maybe I have, like, a completely different, like, worldview than you, because I grew up that way, where just so many things were programmed to my head, where it's, like, hey, like, don't immediately jump into a negative mindset or whatever. So I would say really work on deprogramming these negative thoughts. Where does this come from? Where is this stemming from? Is it because maybe your parents have always been negative? Is it because you're around people who are negative? There's always some sort of, like, reason or, like, like there's, a like, a root that this is coming from and so maybe identifying like where this negativity negativity is coming from would be helpful and then slowly trying to unravel that and work on it because working on yourself is where you're going to get a lot of like satisfaction and a lot of progress because you're going to think you know you know oh my god like the reason I've been having so many negative thoughts is because you know my mom always talks negative and 
you know, maybe I'm going to tell her like, hey, like maybe we should work on being positive. Like, I don't know. That sounds cheesy, but like really just identifying like where these thoughts are coming from might be helpful to you and then trying to work on those from there. And I really like, I don't know if this was helpful at all, but that's just like the best thing that I can say is just please like work on identifying like what the root cause of this is and then slowly trying to um, apply some techniques to like turn this around because thinking negative is never going to help you. Once you learn to think positively, it changes your life and it is so worth it. So please, please, please pursue some positive thinking as hard as that is. It's not going to be easy, um, obviously, but try your best and I hope that this works out for you. Um, so this next person said, I'm asking for help because me and this girl used to have a lot of drama and then we would be friends and then we'd have a lot of drama in fourth grade. Uh, we were super good friends considering the fact that it was the first year we were not in each other's class, but she was in the class right next to mine. Wait, she was in the class right next to mine and I would see her occasionally and I would hug her. But this year, fifth grade, things got a little bit worse. We were put in the same class again and my teacher's a laid back type, but at the same time, she's not. She's asked me to help her with her work on multiple occasions, but I really don't want to help her because that's what she does during, because what she does during class is she plays a popular video game named Roblox. I know Roblox. Um, Then she expects me, who usually gets an A on every assignment, to help her get an A on every assignment that she wasn't paying attention on while it was being taught. But that's besides the point. If you want to give advice on that, you can. Um, Okay, well, then I'll just start here. So advice on that, literally straight up tell her. Y'all need to like stand up for yourself. If someone is like constantly asking you for assignments, I don't care if they're your best friend, your boyfriend, your cousin. I don't care who it is literally learn to say no and be like I'm sorry but I worked hard on this I don't feel comfortable sharing this with you then that's that like they need to learn the hard way to like they can't rely on everyone to do everything for them you know um now it's different if they ask you occasionally like hey I didn't get you know questions five through seven can you help me with these or whatever but like literally just asking for the answers and expecting someone to give them to you is just not a good way to learn and I don't want people going through life thinking that like they could just get their way by just like relying on other people to do things for them. That's not the way to go. So please stand up for yourselves, everyone. That applies to everyone who's going through similar situations. But moving on, um, I need advice with, um, okay, the same girl. I recently told her I was bisexual and she accepted me at first and even told, and even told me she was herself. I congratulated her and got really happy. Then she also dated a girl, but a few weeks ago, she told me that I couldn't be bisexual because I had to experience doing that with a girl in order to become bisexual. But at first she told me, I promise, I promise I'm bi because I thought that she was doing it to get attention. And that confirms what I thought she's trying to deny ever lying about herself being bisexual, but I don't know. She's offended me and I've, I've offended her a bunch. Wait, and I'm offended. A bunch of other people in my class, I don't know. Sorry, this typing is a little bit confusing. Um, I don't know what to do. On one hand, I love her a lot. On the other hand, she's really toxic. I don't know if I should let her go or continue this toxic friendship. Sorry if this was such a long thing to read. Okay, well, if it's a toxic friendship, I'm pretty sure you have your answer there. You don't ever necessarily want to stay in a toxic friendship. However, that is the kind of the toxic part of it is like, do I stay? Do I leave? Like, that's what kind of makes it toxic. Um, but I would say think about honestly like this sounds weird but like think about pros and cons like are there more bad things uh to being her friend than good things because if so like if the bad is outweighing the good leave the friendship it's not making you happy however if there are just like some bad things that really bother you but so many good things that just make it worth it that's different so I feel like really just consider the things on both sides and then kind of make your decision but 
you know, in the end, do what's best for you. Do what is making you happy and let go of people who are dragging you down and and bringing negativity into your life. Because always like that's just never going to work out is keeping negative people, negative energy into your life. It's just not worth it. Um, About the bisexual thing, I would say you guys are still young. So it's obviously okay to kind of bounce back and forth and still be figuring out like what you feel and who you feel it towards. That's okay. Um, What I think is not okay is her telling you, you know, you can't be bisexual if you haven't dated a girl like I have or whatever. Like, no, that's not, that's not right. That's not right. Um, I feel like at your guys' age, like, you feel the way you feel because that's how you feel. You don't need to prove it somehow. You don't need to have a crush on a specific person in your class to prove that you're bisexual. Like, no, like that's not how it works. Like if you say that you feel strongly that you're bisexual, okay, so be it. Like that's it. And that's your own experience. And no one can tell you otherwise. No one can tell you how you feel because they're not you. Obviously, they don't know how you feel. So don't let anyone step over you and say that you're, you know, you're not truly bisexual if that's the way you feel um but also you know I feel like it's it's complicated because you just don't know what she's thinking um I don't know it's a really tough situation I'm I'm not liking what I'm hearing from this friend but I feel like sometimes communication goes a long way and so if you haven't had a long talk with her about this maybe do so and just kind of see where it goes but um yeah So this next person said, hi, Sister Spill, I hope you're well. You too. I was wondering if I could get some advice. I have a friend group of six that formed last summer after we all did a summer session at our gymnastics. Later on, around December, me and one of the other girls, let's call her Greta, started dating. For context, we were both pansexual. It was her first relationship, so I didn't know how things would work out. We ended up dating for about three months, and I broke up with her because I didn't feel like feel like I was getting the love and affection I wanted. For example, I would text her every day, invite her over, and FaceTime her while she would never call, text me, invite me. Um... Even though after I communicated to her that I wanted to be shown more affection. Uh, I know as you said, communication is key, so I figured I should tell her. Anyways, after we broke up, things were pretty awkward and our friend group was really off in a way. We were all dealing through things at the time. Me dealing with the death in the family, depression, and trigger warning, self-harm. My friends ended up getting me help and I'm a lot better now and we've all grown closer from it. A few weeks ago, I reached out to Greta to see how she was doing. She told me about what she was dealing with and I'm now trying to help her. Recently though, she has been leaving me on read a lot and will text my friend's group chat while leaving me undelivered. I feel like she's an feel like she is annoyed by my texts. I'm just trying to check in, on, check in and make sure she's doing okay. I want for us to have a genuine friendship, but I feel like she isn't putting as putting in as much effort as I am. When we get together as a group, she always says that she wants a friendship like Emily and Elena do. Um, those are two girls in our group. I asked her last night if she wanted to try to have that friendship with me, and she just left me on red again. I want to get closer to her and help her, but I'm getting really annoyed with this. I don't want her to feel bad, though, if I just stop texting her. Um, should I keep trying? Or should I stop trying? Thank you so much. Okay. So, well, first of all, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you made a good group of friends. There's like a lot packed in here. So first of all, I'll start with like the fact that you guys start dating and then broke up because she wasn't showing you enough affection. You know, that's okay. It didn't work out, but I'm glad that like it was civil and like you communicated with her your wants and needs and she couldn't fulfill them. And so you said, okay, this is what's best for me. I'm breaking this off. Like that is you know, such good communication on your part. Very proud to hear that. Um, and I'm glad that like, you just knew that that wasn't working for you and you cut it off. Um, and I'm glad that like, you care so much still, even after everything and that you're trying to pursue a friendship with her. Um, 
I would say moving on to the next thing, I'm sorry that you went through such a hard time, but I'm really, really happy to hear that you have grown from it and you've gone gotten closer to your friends because of it um, and that they've helped you. Like that makes me so, so happy. So keep those friends close. I'm very happy to hear that. Um, I would say this is really weird the way that Greta's acting because on one hand, I'm like, okay, maybe she's acting like this because something's wrong. But then if she's responding to other people and just not responding to you, then obviously there's some issue that she has with you. And I don't know what it is. Like, maybe is it because it, she's maybe sad after the breakup and she like it's hurts her to like try and be friends with you or maybe because she doesn't like you for some reason like there's has to be some sort of logical explanation because why would she be texting so many other people and responding to your friends group chat but not to you and then also just like I just feel like that's straight up disrespectful leaving you on red when you say that you want to like get closer with her and have a good friendship with her like that, like if I saw that honestly I'd be pissed off like that's it's wrong. Like you don't just leave people on red, like at least respond or say something. So please confront her about this and just be like, Hey, like if you don't start responding to my texts, I'm sorry, but I'm just, I'm not going to pursue a friendship with you anymore because I feel like you don't want to talk to me. And if she doesn't respond or she gives like a bad response or whatever, then you know, you have your answer. You need to move on and it's not worth it to keep putting into effort, keep putting effort into her. However, um, maybe that's just what she needs to hear where she's like, okay, okay, okay. Like, you know, I need to stop acting weird. I need to explain my thoughts. Like, I don't know, but please like ask her about this and, and get to the bottom of it and even ask any friends that might know what's going on because there's obviously some reason why she's not responding to you, but responding to other people. So if you can figure out why, maybe that will help you. But yeah, I, I, this whole thing is very confusing. So yeah. Okay, this next person said, hey, so this might be a little long and confusing, but hopefully it makes sense. My best friend, let's call her Avery, and I have been friends since primary, and we've always been in the same class and practically lived together, well, until this year. I'm a freshman in high school and probably, like many others, feel completely out of place. Avery's been hanging out with a lot of our newer friends, let's call her Emma, a lot the past couple weeks, and at first I just thought it was because my birthday was coming up and they were planning something for me, but my birthday already passed a couple weeks ago, and they haven't se separated. And as jealous and selfish as I probably sound right now, I kind of feel a bit neglected, if that makes sense. Like, I'm going through a hard time with my family, and I wish she could be there for me right now, and just hurts. Because when she was going through it, I was there for her through all of it. And now it's like, where are you? She's always busy hanging out with this other friend, and when I try to talk to her about it, she tells me it's all coming from Emma, and she wants me to hang out with them too. But from the way they've been acting around me, it doesn't seem like it, and they're just saying it to be nice. Any advice? Love the podcast. Okay. So I'm sorry to hear that you're going through this. I feel like, you know, when it comes to, like trios like just like groups or like just issues with three people it's always so hard um but I would say like I've been through similar situations our friends have been through similar situations and honestly I get a feeling that she does care about you and she does value your your friendship um and I would say I think she's just getting caught up in like all of the the new like feeling um, that she's getting from Emma, because obviously anytime that, like, you make a new friend, it's exciting, you want to get to know them, you want to hang out with them, like, it's, it's always very exciting at first, so I think she's kind of in that, like, honeymoon phase with Emma, where it's like, oh my god, you know, like, I made a new friend, and I'm having so much fun with her, and it's not that she doesn't care about you, it's probably just because she, she wants to, I don't know, like, hang out with Emma, get to know Emma, and that's totally fine, but also, she should be listening to your concerns about feeling neglected and things like that because that's just not fair, you know? Like, it's not fair to you, and I'm sorry that you feel neglected because that's never a nice feeling to have. Um, I 
am glad that you like reached out to her and told her about this but I feel like even like from what you said about her response like how she said that you know she wants you to hang out with them too like that's a good response and I feel like I mean unless she's being super fake like that's probably true like you guys have have been best friends since primary like you said so clearly you guys have a strong friendship you've had one for for a while and I feel like it's very like it you guys are just going through a rough patch but I don't think that she doesn't care about you this doesn't sound like some sort of toxic friend um that has like bad intentions like I I feel like I get a good vibe from her um so I would just say I mean is there a reason that you guys haven't all been hanging out like do they not actually invite you or what like because maybe bringing it up like hey all three of us should go do this on this day like I don't know maybe like get to know Emma a little bit more and maybe the three of you guys have a potential to be really really good friends and it's just kind of like an awkward phase right now where you guys don't know what to do like I feel like there's a solution for this and um you know just continue to talk to Emma voice your concerns um sorry not Emma um Avery continue to talk to Avery and voice your concerns to her and how you're feeling and maybe you and Emma can become good friends too like I I think maybe you know think back like have you been reaching out a lot like like there's always some sort of solution to this so I really feel like continue that communication and things should get better but I, I don't think that you should worry too much about like Avery not caring because I feel like you know at the end of the day you guys have been friends longer and you guys have a stronger friendship and so I wouldn't worry about it too much um but yeah be sure to update me because I hope this like goes well. Okay. Um, hi, Sister Spill. I just wanted to say I absolutely love your podcast and I've been listening to it since the, since the very beginning and also happy podcast anniversary. Oh, by the way, this is a really old email. Some of these are really old because I literally forgot to include these. So sorry if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, she's just now getting to it. Um, I look forward to your podcast every week. It just makes my day a million times better. And your podcast is definitely like the best podcast ever. I love how you talk about tea sometimes, but also important things like global warming, BLM and LGBTQ issues and much more. And I just wanted to thank you so much for having your podcast. I love it so much. Well, thank you so much. I know that wasn't advice, but I just love to read those kind of messages because they literally make my day. And seriously, like you guys are the reason that I continue doing this because I get messages like that. And I'm just like, oh my God, like this is just, it really does make my day and it makes my day that like so many people are investing in like a random girl's life you know what I mean and listening to my advice of all people like it it really does mean a lot so I really really appreciate this and it was very sweet um okay and the last piece of advice I'm gonna give is from an Instagram DM they said hi sister spill I've recently been listening to your podcast and I've been meaning to ask for some advice so one of my friends that considers me close and I consider them close as well has been a bit self-centered recently and just isn't listening to me when I try to talk to him about something he just ignores it and carries on with whatever he wants to talk about talk about I've tried talking to him about this but he just says huh and leaves no room to discuss I know he's going through some stuff but I just don't know what to do anymore thank you so much and I have hope you have a great day you deserve it thank you hope you have a great day too um I've definitely like dealt with friends like this where it's like it's very one-sided where it's like they only talk about themselves and anytime that I try to talk about my own life it seems like they're not interested or they just kind of give like you know not great responses like it's yeah it's not a fun situation to be in I hate that so much um and also just the fact that you've brought this up to him before and nothing has changed or he just doesn't like he avoids talking about it like just saying huh and then just like giving up on the conversation that's not right either now you did mention that he's going through some stuff and like that that is like the 
biggest explanation, but also at the same time, like, even if you are going through stuff, I feel like it doesn't completely excuse your actions, you know? Like, you can still be going through stuff and and find a way to, like, prioritize your friends and make sure that they're feeling good, too. Like, obviously, if you're going through some stuff, maybe he should be like, hey, I'm going through some stuff. I'm sorry that I'm acting this way. Maybe we need some space or something. But, like, don't, like, I don't know. What he's doing is just not right. And so, I feel like at this point, all you can really do is talk to him again and just be like, hey, like, do you need some space? What do you need? Like, what, like, because sometimes, you know, sometimes people just need to ask or want someone to ask them if they're okay or what they need or something like that. Like, maybe even asking him, like, hey, should we take a break? Do you want some space from me? Like, what is going on? Because I'm getting hurt by what you're doing and I, like, I don't know what to do at this point. Like, literally tell him, like, I don't know what to do at this point. So, like, you know, maybe having that kind of sense of urgency and telling him like you don't know what's going on maybe from his side he'll have like a little wake-up call and he's like oh shoot like I've been treating her really badly so this needs to end so I don't know hopefully that helps I just let me know how it goes I like please all of you guys that have given advice to if you have follow-ups or anything like any updates like I'd love to hear so um yeah that's all the advice I'm giving for this episode I'm not gonna talk about tea just because there hasn't been too much tea although um I will just talk about how uh, Zendaya and Tom Holland kiss. Um, That was quite a shock to me. I literally, like, one of my friends sent me a TikTok, and I literally, like, I thought it was, like, a joke or fake at first. And then I went on, like, Twitter and Instagram, and I was like, oh, that was real. Um, So needless to say, I'm very surprised. I'm shocked, confused, (laughs) but also very happy because, like, I know so many people have been shipping this for the longest time, and, like, I've also always kind of shipped it, um, but also, yeah, like, very confused, so I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on that, but anyways, if you listen to this podcast episode all the way through, DM me, um, let's see how your summer is going so far, or, like, your favorite part of this summer, um, and I guess not everyone is going through summer, um, you know, you guys have school and things like that, but just honestly, maybe just like how your week is going, if that doesn't apply to you. So yeah. Um, so good to talk to you guys again, probably not a podcast episode next week, unless I like pre-record one. Um, but in the meantime, send me, uh, advice. I will be reading through my DMS and paying attention. So you can DM me on Instagram at sisterspillyt or at spillcastofficial. That's like my more official podcast account. You can also email me at sisterspillytt at gmail.com or you can send me a voice message through Anchor. Um, And all of that will be available in the description of my podcast episode. So just check there if you don't know how to spell something or whatever. Um, But yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Sorry, the week after. The week after next week.